Hello and welcome to Matt and Kevin Talk Church. Two pastors, two old friends from two different denominations on two different coasts, talking about faith, culture, the Bible, and the ins and outs of church ministry. I'm Kevin Sheehan, Associate Pastor of Reformed Presbyterian Church in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. And I'm Matt Curtis, Pastor of Decision Life Church in Wairika, California. Welcome to the podcast. Well, hey, everyone, we are recording this on Monday, November 23rd, and I don't know, I'm at a loss as to what to talk about. Is there anything going, it'd be convenient if there's something going on this week that we could address. Anything? What could be going on? What could be, oh, I have an idea. We could talk about Thanksgiving. Ah, I knew there was something. Yes, indeed. Thanksgiving is coming up in three days, at least as we're recording this on Monday. Yes, it's a good holiday. It's one of my favorites. It is. It's a solid holiday for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the top five. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No question. Plans? So we have, like, in my uh, immediate family, my wife and daughter and I, we have sort of an unusual Thanksgiving tradition. Now, we haven't gotten to do it for the last several years because we've had all, you know, a family reunion last Thanksgiving, and oftentimes we're invited over by someone uh, from our church or whatever. But when it's just us, what we like to do is we like to, like, get a bunch of Papa Murphy's pizzas the day before and just, like, eat on those all day and watch Christmas movies. Like that's kind of our uh, deal. Cause you know, I, I like Turkey, but I'm not a fan. Um, I had a traumatic experience with potatoes when I was a kid. So a lot of like the traditional, like Thanksgiving food are, are not like my favorite thing. Like I'll eat them, but they're not like my favorite. And so from Anita's point of view, that's a lot of work for, you know, I'm probably not going to mess around with the leftovers too much. And so we started this tradition when we first got married, and it's just sort of carried on into now. And Katie loves it, of course. So it's yeah. that's just sort of our deal. We get some pizzas and we eat them all day and have, you know, watch Christmas movies. I don't think I've ever heard the phrase a traumatic experience with potatoes. Yeah, well, that's maybe another story for another time. But I can't. Even, I'm trying to think of what that that could even be. So when I was younger, <laughs> I you know much younger i ate some and i don't know if there was an ingredient in it that i was allergic to or whatever but i got not just sick but like really sick (laughs) and so for like for a long time i couldn't even be in the same room where they were oh yeah that's unfortunate like even french fries like i just can't i just can't do it i see i didn't know this i didn't know this about you yeah you for 25 years and didn't know that you had potato trauma i do i do i have potato trauma wow so it's like p ptsd potato yeah like it's gotten better yeah. as i've gotten older but it's still like not i feel like we need to talk about this some more maybe offline yeah yeah, yeah. are there like vegetable therapists you can go to yeah so no <laughs> no there's not i mean i didn't mean to go so deep into mashed potatoes or yeah. was it mashed potatoes or was it it was, but it was, but it just sort of everything made yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry yeah. to dig up those memories. Yeah. Do you have any happy Thanksgiving memories? <laughs> well, it wasn't Thanksgiving when it happened. It was, you know, I don't really, I don't really remember the oh, particular okay. incident okay. actually, but gotcha. yeah. I had swine flu during Thanksgiving one year, like 12 times. years ago or whenever, whenever swine flu was. Yep. Yeah. Didn't, didn't do Thanksgiving that year. I, I do, I do have one other like, dramatic thanksgiving like memory we were it was our annual turkey bowl 
Um, I don't know if you like remember this particular incident, but like Jessica uh, Wyckoff, like didn't just tackle me, but absolutely like knocked me clean out of my shoes. And I've just never really gotten over it. It was like Ronnie Lott with Icky Woods. It was, it was truly brutal. Um, oh my goodness. So that, so, so I don't know if you remember that, but that's also a very I, a little bit. It's coming back to me a little bit, but yeah, I, that must have been Thanksgiving of I don't know ninety six or something or something. Like yeah. it was, yeah, it was. In in my defense, like it, there was a lot of snow, and so I do remember the snowy turkey bowl year. Yeah, yeah, we, we used to play turkey bowls sometime over Thanksgiving break, especially when we were Normal. in college and we were kind of all yeah. back home for. It the was holiday. typically the Friday after Thanksgiving. Like yeah, yeah, not, not the yeah. day of usually. Yeah, like se- several years we, we did. First that. year was in ninety five. Would have been freshman in college, and yeah, I know, I know you weren't there for that one. I remember that one. Yeah, I do remember the the snowy one. Yeah, <laughs> I think my did my sister play one year. I, I feel she like she year. did. I feel like yeah. she did. I feel and I feel like that year there was some kind of sledding incident. But that, but that's a whole other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good memories, Jessa Wyckoff. Yeah, if you're listening out there, All I right. guess you're Jessa Brown now. She but, is, indeed. but back then you were just yeah. 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 Wow. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway. Uh, before, what about you? What do you What do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Well, every other year we go and visit my family. So my parents and siblings all get together with, yeah. with you know, uh, my nieces and nephews on that side of the family. Um, this would be the year that we do that, but we're not doing it this year. Um, so we're kind of breaking that rhythm, I guess. Um, yeah. There would be 20 of us from four different states. Probably not a wise uh, idea. Not a wise yeah. idea. Um, yeah. So it's just going to be the four of us. Me and my wife and my two boys. So that's kind of all our plans. Um, may, I, may I recommend pizza and Christmas movies? I'm yeah, telling you. I like Thanksgiving su- food. It's super low-key and awesome. Anyway. Yeah. And then Friday after Thanksgiving, we always decorate for Christmas. Yeah. And then yeah, we do typically as well. Effort has got a Christmas and effort thing that they do every year, which is actually it's really cool. They block off downtown and it's this big to-do. This year, obviously, it's not going to be all that but they're still doing a tree lighting and then they're doing a parade i think it's like santa on a fire engine going around town so yeah we'll do we'll decorate the tree we're doing a family zoom sometime on friday and then we'll watch the tree lighting and then the parade goes right by our goes right out our front door so uh we're on the parade route so we'll probably just sit on our front porch and maybe get a little fire going out in the front yard and wait for the parade to go by nice it'll be our friday sounds good yep I don't have any traumatic Thanksgiving memories, though, other than even swine flu wasn't really traumatic, I'd say. It was just very restful. Yeah. It's me, me and the couch. Yeah, well, Snowmageddon 96 left its mark, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, there was a, you know, I mean, our friend Paul Coates has a traumatic Thanksgiving story. That he does, but that's really his story. It does we'll involve have him me. On some, we'll have him on sometime to, to tell that story. But. I was with him, and it involves frostbite. Anyway, yeah. Um, we should probably get into this a little bit. So maybe we should just like take a break and start over. (laughs) All right. All right. So go grab, what what do we do? Grab coffee, grab a beverage of your choice, whatever you're into. It's almost eggnog season. Uh, Pumpkin pie. I say have the eggnog. Just do whatever you got to do. Just go for it. We'll be back in a minute. Okay. We're back. We were just reliving some old memories over the break. Yeah. And, but we're going to try to stop and shift shift gears here a little bit. Uh, 
So we did want to talk about Thanksgiving and really the uh, the idea of gratitude being a normal part, a required part, really, of the Christian life. Uh, Thanksgiving is an important indicator, I think, of kind of where we are and uh, in our maturity in Christ. So mm. I'm just going to start with uh, just a verse out of Ephesians 5. I'll back up to verse 18, um, just to kind of run up to verse 20, which is the one I want to focus on. And it's just to kind of give some context, because it's a familiar passage. Starting in verse 18, do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery, but be filled with the spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. And then verse 20, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This was actually the, the subject of my children's sermon yesterday uh, during church, which, by the way, children's sermons are always very entertaining. I get more nervous doing children's sermons than I do anything else. I don't know why, especially when it's my kids that are the ones that are being the goofballs. But such is life. So a couple of things I just want to back up on. Uh, in verse 20, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This tells us something about our thanksgiving or about our gratitude. It tells us the frequency, tells us the scope, and it tells us the direction. But the frequency, so how often should we be giving thanks? Matt, I'm going to quiz you, see if you're paying attention. Giving thanks all the time always okay yeah. so this is a this is a command in scripture he's, he's given the church to give thanks always not just like when things are good and not just when we feel like it or not just on sundays or not just before dinner when we say grace but always give thanks always hmm. and then he says and for and this is the scope of our thanksgiving and for everything Give thanks for everything. I mean, usually we say, okay, <clears throat> you know, we could have done the thing where it's like, all right, what are you thankful for this year? And we list off all of the good things, right? List off all of our blessings, uh, which is certainly uh, appropriate and good to do. But we're called to give thanks for everything. And in 2020, we can think of a lot of things that we'd rather not give thanks for. <laughs> I don't know uh, what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and we all have a long list of grievances uh, with 2020, but we're told to give thanks for everything. Yeah, and if we just jump over to James for a minute, it says, consider it all joy uh, when you endure trials of various kinds. And we, we've done that. We've endured trials of various kinds this year, as we have every year, really. 2020 is sort of getting this bad rap as if things never went wrong before 2020. Things always go wrong, but we're to, we're to consider it all joy in the midst of all sorts of affliction, and we're to give thanks for everything. Why? Because ultimately, we know that God's going to use it for our good. For, for those who love God, he'll turn it into good somehow. So sometimes yeah. we give thanks for things that are like obvious blessings here and now in the moment. And sometimes we give thanks for things that will become blessings in God's timing. And then lastly, the third kind of part of this verse, giving thanks always and for everything. You know, up to there, I think many um, non-Christian, secular people, you know, the general culture would can nod their head and be like, okay. And you'll hear lots of things about Thanksgiving this coming week, of course. But it's always like super general. Like there's no real audience to the to the Thanksgiving. Like I just give thanks. <laughs> it's like when you write a thank you letter 
for something that you received, a gift in the mail or whatever, like you have to put an address on it. Mm. You know, otherwise it just sort of floats out there in space. It doesn't really have anywhere to land. Our Thanksgiving can't just be sort of in general, I thank the stars or whatever. And it's, no, we give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God. It's not enough just to kind of be thankful generally. It's to be thankful to God specifically, right? I mean, he is, again, going back to James, we know that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of light. So everything good that we have comes from him. And everything bad that we have that he will turn to good comes from him. And so the Christian, you know, understands that and gives thanks. And the, and it says something about where we are in our Christian life and our maturity as to how often and for what we give thanks. Amen. That's good stuff. I think uh, there's a connection between gratitude or thanksgiving and peace. Yeah. And, and I think that's important, especially as 2020. Um, I would not describe it 2020 as peaceable. 2020, if there's been a lot of things that we'd rather not give thanks for. And I think maybe our lack of gratitude is related to the sense of discord we're, we're experiencing. Because yeah. it seems like we have discord around nearly everything. Like you almost can't post, be kind to each other without that being a controversial remark. And so uh, I think there are a couple of texts that help us think about these. Uh, first, uh, in Philippians 4, I'm going to pick it up uh, in verse 4 just to give a little bit of context. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. So just like we're supposed to be thankful always, we're supposed to rejoice always. That's a different uh, topic, but I just want us to notice it. And then it says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. So again, rejoice, be reasonable. And then he says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, don't be anxious. Instead, speak with God about the things that are worrying you and gird your request to God with what? Thankfulness, right? The sense of being uh, thankful to him for who he is and what he has done, because we can always be thankful for who God is and what he has done, no matter what else is going on. Right. And then it promises that the peace of God, if we'll do that, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I think there's some connection here between joy, reasonableness, anxiousness, gratitude, and peace. I think all of these things are bound up in uh, what's our posture towards God, and is it one of gratitude? And if it is, what he promises is peace. And then if you flip over just a couple of pages to uh, Colossians chapter 3. Um, again, uh, putting, pulling it back just a little bit, uh, beginning in verse 14. So he, he's listing all of these things that we have to do about bearing one another and forgiving each other as we've been forgiven. And then he says this, and above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So if we love one another, everything's going to be bound together in perfect harmony. And then it says, and let the peace of Christ 
rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And then he ends with this command. And be thankful. So again, I think we're seeing a connectedness between our being at peace and, uh, and gratitude. That to the, the, the degree to which we have the perspective that we should be grateful to God for who he is and what he has done and a peaceableness about us and in our spirit and our being in harmony with one another, I think are intimately connected. So this Thanksgiving, maybe you'll be around the table with people who are difficult to be with. Maybe a way to get through in a peaceable way is to really focus on what the holiday is about. And that's gratitude and not just gratitude for the, the meal or for your family or for all those things, but for who God is and what he has done. And if we can be thankful for those things, the, the scripture promises that, that we'll have peace and we'll be makers of peace. And so um, I think uh, gratitude is important, not just uh, in the, on in the third Thursday in November every year, but I think it's supposed to mark who we are as followers of Jesus. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. It strikes me sort of the flip side of that um, is discontent. Yeah. And we all struggle with this, that we feel like we're owed more hmm. than, than what we have or somehow, uh, you know, life or a person or God is not living up to our expectations of how things should be. Therefore, we're discontent. Therefore, we have a hard time being peaceable. We have a hard time being grateful. We have a hard, you know what I mean? It kind of just, yeah. it, re it reverses all of that. Yeah. So I think some of the, some of the warning there, I guess, or some of the flip side of that is, uh, it's just the, the idea of discontentment. Yeah. And part of that, I think, just kind of goes back to, again, the whole idea of not seeing the bigger picture of what God is doing in our lives, you know, and not, yeah. and not seeing the goodness for, of God for, for what it is. Yeah. Um, but instead seeing him in some warped way, you know, as being either against us or not providing or whatever, rather than um, letting him be God and letting us be, you know, we talked, I think we talked recently about the creator creation distinction, yeah. let, letting him be creator, letting us be creation. Right. Um, and just simply saying, you know what, maybe God does know better and maybe there's a bigger picture here that we can't see. Yeah. Part of living out the cre our creatureliness, if I can borrow from a previous podcast, is is just being content with what we have. Yeah, um, acknowledging God's goodness, acknowledging God's sufficiency, uh, acknowledging God's greater plan, which someday will, you know, um, will come to fruition fully in our lives. Yeah. So, I would say, I mean, amen to everything you just said. I would just add, it, not just being content with what we have, but who. And who we have is him. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the psalmist says, whom have I in heaven but you? Yeah. And earth has nothing I desire besides you. Though my heart and my flesh may fail, you, O oh God, are the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And so, like, a, a good diagnostic test as far as your spiritual health is going is, is he your portion? Is he your portion or is it something else? Um, because what we have is him and that and there's nothing but him. What's in heaven? If he's not there, none of the other stuff matters. Right. And earth has got nothing really that we need but him. 
as right. good as good as all those things are, and it's good and right to be thankful though for those things. In the end, that which is most important, namely Him, cannot be taken from us. And so it's not just like what we're thankful for, but who is He your portion? Yeah, it's well said. And if He's not a, if He's not enough, <laughs> right? Then, then nothing will be. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to Matt and Kevin Talk Church. Uh, we hope that what you heard has been edifying and helpful. Um, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or emotional outbursts, uh, you can email us at mattandkevintalkchurch at gmail.com or, or follow us on Twitter at MKTC. And, you know, if you wanted to help us out, we would be super grateful uh, if you would leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're getting your podcast. It really does help uh, people find us and uh, get Uh, the content that we're putting out there or if you wanted to share it on social media that would be helpful as well we'd be super grateful and so with that being said i'm matt and i'm kevin and we've been talking church and gratitude in the life of the christian be warm and be fed yeah i and i absolutely got nailed like she just killed me And you all were like, oh, man, oh, I mean, you know, of course, you and J-Batch had a field day with it.